0: Well, welcome to Off The Record, another candid, casual conversation about life, culture, and church. And uh, today we are finishing up our series on this issue of colors, understanding how God has uniquely formed and developed our temperaments, and in that understanding, hopefully the ability to communicate with others in a way that speaks their language, in a way that breaks down walls, and really in a way that speaks value. And uh, today in our discussion, we're really talking about the thing that's probably dearest to our hearts, and that's our children. Uh, how do we understand how God has uniquely made these wonderful bundles of joy and stress and excitement that God has given us? Uh, if your kids are like my kids. They are uniquely different. And uh, I so wish I would have had some of these resources uh, Back when our kids were young, I think I would have been more helpful. So to help me tonight, we've got our very own Julie McFarland, our children's director. Julie, thanks for joining me tonight.
1: Thanks, Brian. Um, it's really interesting that you said you wish you had these when you were younger, because I just said that today to Nally. If I would have had this language... I would have done much better parenting. But we've got some pretty amazing parents here today. I'm
0: excited. Um, I was hoping it wasn't going to be you and I trying to pull no, this yeah, off. So, no, yeah, no. So we we need a lot of bigger
1: villages than that, for sure. Um, and the cool thing about us we have all the temperaments, I think, represented as parents at the table as well. So it'll be a great conversation. Um, so, Nally, Chris, why don't you guys introduce yourself first?
2: Uh, we are the Corsos. We've been married for, oh, gosh, 16? Feels like longer. <laughs> um, we are very, we are a blue and green family through and through. So I'm a blue guy. Natalie's a green girl. Our kids are blue green, and we're still trying to figure out the third. Yes.
0: Very cool.
3: Yes. So my name is Natalie Corso, and um, yes, we are very blue and green.
0: Natalie, what's the range ranges kind of a. Where your kids are at, kind of seasons of life.
3: Sure. We have one um, that this is his first year in middle school. So we have a 12-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 7-year-old. And um, the 7-year-old is the one we're still trying to figure out, you know. Um, Still don't, don't have her quite pegged, I guess. And and
0: we know it's that season of life. The kids are still trying to figure themselves out. Right. Right. So I think that's, I think that's the part. And I think as we hear, and you listen to this the encouragement again, is this is not an attempt for you to label your kids and define them. The goal is for us as parents to have better understanding of ourselves and then to be able to look and and sense. There are some unique things about our kids, but we want to speak that without again, putting that pressure of this is what you are and you must be this way. God's got some unique things, but I think there are some unique temperaments in each one
4: of our kids that we can. We, can do. we also got the Clarks with us. We do. Uh, so I'm Brad Clark, and this is my wife, Jenna. Uh, we have been married for 15 years, just over 15 years. And uh, we have two girls, 11 and 8 years old. Tell us a little bit about your guys' temperaments.
0: What are we looking like at the Clark, Clark family?
5: <laughs> well, I'm a red, a choleric. I'm Jenna, Brad's wife. Um, Brad is very green, a wonderful... Peaceful green. Um, our oldest is very blue, very obviously blue. And then our youngest has a lot of yellow tendencies. So I think she's a yellow.
0: All right. So much this comes for us as parents though, right? We really, it all starts with us. So we have the, what do we got? We got a blue green combination and a green red. So here's the good news and the challenging thing on the red-green. Out of all the temperaments, the red-green is the most difficult. People always say, what's the most difficult one to be married with? It's the red-greens because you share the same weakness, and that's stubbornness. Mm-hmm. It looks different in your relationship, but you share them. Blue-yellows are the easier ones because you don't share any of the weaknesses, but you do share some of the same strengths that's there. And so we've also got a blue uh green do you have your family what does yep. your family look like uh,
1: i'm a yellow we covered that um my girls and jimmy is a red blue um really still trying to i think more red than blue i think um and my oldest girl without a doubt i think is red um and then i've got a younger green and so parenting them was vastly different mm-hmm. I, yeah a lot it was a big deal
0: I think it's such a responsibility for us as parents. They, they say to temperaments, it's the purest in children until the world tells them something different. Right. You know, early on, they just eat. It's just such a beautiful thing. And then they start to get these mixed messages. And then they start to and all of a sudden we've created this confusing mess. But it's no wonder we're, we're broken people in a fallen world uh, who grew up in families as amazing as they were. Still had some of their own issues and challenges, and I think isn't as, as parents. One of the struggles is, is we grew up with an expectation from our parents, and right. our family dynamic, and if we're not careful, we've translated that down to our children. If you think about your families of origin, what was maybe one of the messages that you learned growing up? Mine was uh, a largely green home. It's just peace at all cost. So whatever. There ever was a conflict, you don't bring it up, you don't deal with it. Harmony was, again, uh, a high value because my parents tended to be in that framework, and that happened to be my temperament, too. But that was a message I learned early on Harmony, above all things, avoid conflict.
1: Yeah. I think for me, sorry, Brad, I'm going to interrupt you. I'm a yellow. I think for me, um, yeah, it was you fall in line. I'm pretty sure, you know, one of my parents was definitely red. And so you fall in line, you. You speak when you're spoken to. This is the way it's going to look. And everybody falls into that category. Um, and that's kind of how I parented. And that didn't work
4: mm-hmm.
1: all the time, <laughs> for sure.
4: You know, I, I think that mine would probably probably be a combination of those two things. I think probably because we had a very strong red and my guess with my mom would be a very strong green there was a lot of falling into line um and a lot of peace at all costs Mm -hmm. because the alternative was not worth (laughs) was not worth challenging
1: yeah
3: um i'm not really sure exactly um you know i think probably mostly blue and green is how i grew up um I don't know. My parents were always really good about um, talking through things um, and big about observing. And so I think I just grew up learning how to observe, watch people and and talk through things. That's great. She's That's a lucky one.
0: That is good. Yeah. Any other things that come to your mind in terms of lessons learned or yeah. expectations?
5: I, I grew up in a very much like a do as I say why because I said so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So probably like a blue red home, you know, you do your chores first before you can go out and play, um, that sort of a thing. So yeah, it's interesting. I haven't thought of it in looking upward to my parents as much. I've looked more down in our family. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's good to think about.
0: Cause I think it does begin there. I, we don't tend to think that way, but just the same way that our kids are a product of the environment and culture that we're creating we're a product and then we we bring two of us together with different family dynamics and different families of origin and all of a sudden you're wondering like why is this harder than it should be right (laughs) because we're merging
1: and not just temperaments but even generational differences too and what that should look like so there's a lot at play
0: chris how about you as you think about your
2: your family I'm the exact same way. I've been thinking about my kids, our our relationship here, not my parents. But in hindsight, that actually some of some disagreements in parenting that we have had has been things like that. I'm like, of course, you get your homework done before you play video games, you know, and that would be like, oh, no, you'll do homework in 30, you know. And and I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? That's, that's not how we
0: do things, you know, right. and that's obviously instilled for my family before me. So, yep. yeah, thanks for sharing it. It brings us. To kind of where we are. Talk to me just so we kind of get to know each other, and it's just real families. Uh, Give me the hypothetical scenario. you are, It's Monday, and Friday, you're loading up the minivan to go camping. Uh, What does that look like for a family with different dynamics of children, of how they're processing that? What are maybe some things you ran across about what's like getting ready for that trip? And then once you hit the campsite, uh, I'm sure it is immensely different for each one of our families and each one of our kids what they'd like to see happen at that point.
2: Well, we don't own a minivan, so there you, you're off. Yeah, to but a good start. camping, <laughs> camping is totally your thing. Um, I think that uh, with with our kids being uh, blue
0: and green, gosh, I'm um, trying to think. This is this is really hard for me. So. Yeah, well, I'm throwing um, this. This is uh, without any pre prep on this i'm just asking right. yeah
2: right um I, i'm i'm orga- i'm trying to organize i'm trying to get things planned We're chopping firewood we're doing all that immediately and and actually i think that's that's a problem to me because the kids will get there and i don't want to stifle their excitement their joy you know and i i have done that i do that and that is not something i'm very proud of and and i know exactly why i do that
4: so.
0: mm-hmm. but for you yeah. it's get the work done yeah that, absolutely. then we can play Right. But yeah. I
2: have to recognize uh, my, where my children are, who they are, and no. yeah, yeah. That's,
1: you're not alone in that. <laughs> yeah,
5: for sure. Yeah, in our home, like so, because I'm a a red mom, a red, you know, parenting uh, blue and yellow kids. The yellow, our youngest, would just be like, woo going you know camping that's so exciting she won't care yeah that's cool can i bring a friend you know (laughs) um and so if it's monday we're prepping for friday but the our oldest who's the blue she wants to know what time what time are we getting home from are we getting home from school are you picking us up early like what time are we going to get there she wants to know all the details because she's a pre-processor she needs to process what's going to happen in advance well what's going to be there what's the camp can i look at it on google can I? she wants as much of the information as possible and I'm learning this about her really in the last year and so where I'm just like what do you care I'm in charge yeah yeah I've got it covered do you know who I am like I'm the social planner of the neighborhood like I've got I've got it all planned out this is the like, easiest thing yeah. you're going to coordinate right, this month, right. So. Yeah. yeah I'm like honey I've got it you know and she wants to know so it's me kind of Allowing her and realizing, okay, she's getting older now, and she wants to be a part of it, and letting her take some of that control and trusting her to do some of those things, so that when Friday comes around, she's not disappointed. And then the other thing I'm learning with her, again, because I'm a red um, and I'm the one that makes the rules and runs things, and he allows me to do so because um, <laughs> he's great. Because he's a green. <laughs> yeah. Um, if the plan changes, if yes. if I if if Brad tells me, hey, there's going to be a thunderstorm on Friday um, and, and we're actually not going to go till Saturday. If Friday comes around and I haven't told our blue daughter, that's going to be a big problem for her. She's going to experience like big disappointment. Yeah.
0: Talk to us a little bit about that. What is it about the blue that really, what's the innate felt need that's getting challenged with the change of plans or not being aware?
5: Chris, do you want to take this as a blue? No. <laughs>
0: Yes.
4: <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think it's the uncertainty. It's, right. it's not, it's feeling like there's a loss of control or that locus of control is somewhere else other than, um, where, where she can put her hands on it.
3: And I think yeah. the safety thing too, um, wanting to feel safe and secure about that.
0: And I think that's a growing thing at this generation, I, I have, We talked a little bit on Sunday as you saw some of those kids in the video, and this generation has more fear about things than I remember growing up. Uh, I remember, I'm old enough, I remember it was during the Cold War, we had a fear that we were going to be nuked by Russia. I remember the child having concerns over that. But post that time, I don't remember the fear, and these kids, especially those blues, right, access to with their phones and the internet. I mean, they can find everything that could go wrong, every tick that's possible to be out in a campsite and things we never thought about all of a sudden really consumes them. Yeah.
3: I think something too, um, we, we do love to camp and we um, have a great opportunity to do an extended trip. And I noticed that our children, you know, they're all green and blues, that they always take books with them um, because whatever we would do, they would need that time to just go read. So whatever plant, you know, just to kind of break away, have that downtime, process time, and that's very much something that greens and blues do. So,
0: what do you do in a- that context? Where if you have kids that are green and blue, but then you have the yellow, so the greens and blue, can we please just go to the creek and maybe do some fishing? Mm-hmm. And the yellow wants us get. How do you handle that with kids of such different?
5: Well, <laughs> let
3: Jenna with the yellow. We have yellow.
5: <laughs> Be prepared to to uh, um, sacrifice some of your time as a parent because when our oldest will retreat or want to be with just one friend, the youngest doesn't want to be alone. Mama, can you can you come and do this with me? Daddy, can you come and do this with me? You know, so realizing, like, it's sh- we need to be able to fulfill that for her. And, you know, she plays independently sometimes because they're also very imaginative. Yellows, they get into there. So we'll look at her and go, oh, she's in her. She's at, I call it La La Land because you'll just see her <laughs> playing and... Mm. And she's just talking, you know, to something or a tree or something. And it's like, okay, cool. It's nice. Let's keep her there. Don't interrupt because she's quietly playing by herself over there, you know? So yeah, just having that opportunity to, it's okay. If we don't bring a friend, then we have to be the friend. Sometimes if her sister doesn't want to be the friend.
4: Yeah. I think, um, two weeks ago, uh, uh our yellow daughter and, and I were at home alone and we were, we decided that we we're going to go for a car ride and, uh, on the way, I just said, "Well, let's look for um, yard sales." And so I said, "You you pick which direction we go." And so she got to choose to choose left or right at each intersection. And she loved it; wow. absolutely loved it.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the adventure, the unknown, yeah. and got to do it with Dad. And Jen, I thought you said such a, a powerful thing. It was like going into the trip, I knew that I was going to have to be selfless and provide this a little bit, these moments for my child. Because I think sometimes it's parenting, right? This is a draining, selfless calling. It's for a season, Julie and I can tell you. Uh, you're in the midst of it, but uh, it does end. Yeah. But that idea of just going in with the understanding, this can't be about me because my kids are different. And I think a mistake, as Tammy and I look back, you know, we there are times that we both are on the introverted part of the spectrum, and we have one of our kids who is very... Uh, more outgoing, and he probably wasn't extroverted. But in the spectrum of our family, he was the most extroverted, and just very active. And man, we said some just really harmful things. Like, yeah. why can't you just relax? Just you know, could you could you be more? Your brother's just relax, you know, and these things that are just crushing of the spirit. And so I'm hoping tonight, you know, through maybe. Th- things we've done well and some failures we've done as parents that we can encourage you. But I think we should have came into the campsite with the understanding that this guy wants to go. And if I can give a half hour, that's going to meet that, you know, meet that need. And then he still needs to learn to work within the context of the family dynamic. But at times we were squelching that uh, in him. And I look back with regret on that part.
1: I think it listening to this as, as a parent, that's a yellow. <clears throat> My Kids, I couldn't understand why they couldn't go to La La Land. Like, I spent my whole youth in La La Land. Give me a Barbie and an umbrella. I could make an entire day's worth of fun, you know. And when they couldn't, I, you know, at first I was like, they wouldn't. And then I realized they couldn't. I just, I couldn't understand. And so, so many things, and you're right, it's not about us. But we look at the world through our lens so often that crushing their spirits and not understanding why... You know why do you have to know everything just trust me you know what i mean why can't you why can't you talk to these people they're being nice to you because you know that's not who i am but it's who i was so why aren't you so it's it's kind of a tricky situation but it makes
0: sense yeah yours is in the opposite of almost having right. to give your kids the freedom to not match your correct energy and, and it, it didn't
1: go well for a while
0: because yeah. mm-hmm.
1: i expected them to do and be like what i remembered yeah. childhood was like you know and i, I you know, it took a while. It took a while to figure out, oh, well, that's that's not you at all. And like I said, this language, the words that I could have said to them, the guardrails that could have helped me understand them and myself would have been really helpful.
0: Yeah. And there's going to be a link at the bottom uh, of this podcast today, there's some more material. And uh, Julie, talk to us a little bit about one of the resources that we want to make available is really helpful for understanding how we parent different temperament kind of kid right
1: there's a the resource that we'll make available and it's tips for each temperament parent so if you're a choleric if you're a red parent it's even got a, a note on there here's how you can interact with your blue child or your green child or your and there's one for each temperament because I feel like there's unique struggles and pitfalls within those relationships. I think that's an amazing, you don't have to read an entire book. You don't have to spend 10 years learning this. You can kind of look at this and start immediately changing a little bit of your language and make a huge difference in your family.
0: And that language is important because I'm a green and how I'm going to relate to a yellow is different than my wife, Tammy, who is a blue. Right. So this isn't, you know, one size fit all. This just says this is how for me it's helpful to relate to my son who's this or my other son is another one. Right. Yeah. Right.
5: Yeah. And one thing I was telling everyone earlier, this is kind of some breakthrough for me as a mom. Um, don't be... Um, Afraid of the fact that you know you, you you talk about like having favorite children or an easier child, and <laughs> this is helping me to change my language. Mm-hmm. It's not that I. It's easier for me to parent my yellow child because as a red, some of the responses and reactions I have to her tendencies are just natural for my temperament. Or I'm noticing, oh, it's just that I have to. It's more effort for me to parent my blue. So it's not that she's more difficult. What I'm realizing through these resources is that. I just have to be more intentional and educate myself on how she innately needs me to parent her. And I was like, you know, crying earlier today, like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> okay, good. I can be better. You know? Cause I always pray God help me to be a better mom. We always pray that, you know, my, better parents. And you know, we're, utilizing, you know, counseling services, but I'm like, oh wow, this is very practical information. So I just want to encourage you if you're realizing that too, you know, because we're 11 years into this parenting journey and I'm only just now realizing. So it's, that's cool. I am 20 something
1: years into this parenting (laughs) journey and I've only had this for a couple of years. And I look back sometimes with a little bit, oh, oh, that hurts me. I just could have done it a little differently, but, um, you know, it's okay. And even now though, even now, as young adults this helps me figure out why one's responding one way and the other one isn't and one wasn't the harder child or the easier child it was just harder easier different than me yeah, yeah. right
4: i think one of the reasons that um, that it i mean this the the way that the resources are laid out is so intuitive right um it's it's super easy to to understand what it is that they're trying to to, to put across and i know when we did the the test we um, we sent it out to all of our neighbors and um, and we <laughs> had a conversation Jenna and I uh, between us and we guessed at what all of our neighbors were. And I think we got, we got them all right. Yeah. Um, it, it's, um, it's, it's amazing. It's, uh, it's, it's so, it's such a, a natural way to look at things. I think. Right. Gives this
0: perspective, Chris, you're a teacher, so you deal not only with your own kids, but lots of kids. So for somebody who's a teacher, a, a coach, or a heads up a dance squad where you're dealing with other kids, how do you process uh, kind of some of this information and how are you able to, to really try to meet a broad spectrum of needs for each kid who not only brings in temperament issues, but brings in life circumstance issues?
2: Right, right. Um, so I've been, I've been, this will be my 18th year teaching. And so 16 years in Fayette at Teach High School. Uh, and, um, I think when I first started teaching, I'm like, oh, they're all just kids. I mean, I've I've matured my, my pedagogy, we'll use that word. And, um, (laughs) one thing I've noticed is I'll, I'll push certain kids in certain ways. And I'm like, Chris Corso back up. You know, that, that kid is, he doesn't process the way you do. And, uh, I, I, a little more space, a little more patience at times allow them to process. That's something I've seen also, actually, I, I just thought of this. On Friday, I was covering for another teacher that was sick for one of their classes. And I was talking to one of the uh, students in that class. And and she was just telling me uh, kind of a story about just kind of living in her sister's shadow. And it broke my heart. And then I found out I taught her sister. And I was like, yep, there, you know, there's a prodigy, you know, the phenom. And, and the more I listened to her story, I was thinking, wow, you know, her, her, her family situation, they were just parenting her the way they parented sister. Mm-hmm. And that made her feel inadequate, even though she was, you know, a wonderful young, young person. And, uh, and so, yeah, so I'm, I was really challenged by that and with my, for my own children. You
0: know. Yeah. it's so good. Yeah. I think if nothing else, if we can just gain greater sympathy, empathy, and understanding, right? all our kids aren't the same. There's always something behind here that does. And Julie, I love what you said even a little bit earlier. The great part about today is we can change today. And every day from this point on, whether our kids are in the home or outside the home, or some of you are grandparents, we've got grandkids. Uh, My parents have gone through this over and over, and they're going through all of it because they're like, we got nine grandkids, and they're all uniquely different. So the great part is start today. uh, The beauty of, you know, God fills the gaps where we've missed up, and we've done that, and and he's good for that. Well, let me try to give you some practical, uh, tangible help today. And I want to share with you maybe some... Some statements that you can speak into your child that may be helpful, and then maybe we'll talk about some statements that maybe aren't as helpful. And uh, again, if there's any insight you have, feel free to do that. So let's start with the blues uh, that are there, uh, the melancholies that are. I think a couple things that I look back for, things that are really strengths of our of our kids that are that way. You know, it is the the thoughtfulness, the order. So a couple statements. Uh, Thank you for taking this situation seriously. You ever have blue like every it, the campsite? I got to know where we're going. And I want to know the weather because I've got to figure out. And depending on your temperament, it almost can be annoying. Like you said, trust right? me. But no, yeah. thanks for thinking about this. This is important to you. Uh, or I'm impressed. What a thorough plan. I mean, you've considered all of the details, all of the variables. Uh, thanks for doing it. Uh, or, or another one. Uh, you've proven yourself trustworthy. So you've got my permission to go. What do those kind of statements? What are some things that that would speak into the the blue child?
5: Yeah, that would fill up her her love tank. That's for sure. She would feel validated on so many levels.
0: Yeah, and I think it's just affirming, right? The the details and the all the things that we feel like are twenty questions. You don't. I was going to say,
1: yeah, it's easy to get frustrated with that. Like, there's. It's super easy if you're in the middle of doing lots of things to get ready to go camping, if we're still camping. Um, you're trying to get things done, you just don't don't have time for that. But the 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 opposite of thanking them for doing that. It it's just it's that simple. But we just we don't think that way.
4: I and I, I think kind of, of an example with our blue daughter, she spends a lot of time creating handmade Uh, birthday cards and celebration cards for for people and um, and i guess i'd never really appreciated quite why that's really really important for her that's like it's an outlet for the the creativity but also the attention to detail um yeah so that's that's it's really cool
0: yeah and we, you know, our kids turn into adults, so my right. one son who wanted to know all the details, when we're going, where we're back, is now a mechanical engineer who oversees million-dollar projects, who has to know all the details, or this thing goes awry. And so what as a child, we fostered but could have fostered more, because sometimes it was a nuisance, is now really the thing that he's leveraging so well in, in adulthood.
1: Yeah, I used to say that all the time on the hard days. I'd remind myself, this is going to serve her well. This is going to serve her well. And my red that was, I mean, I'm a yellow. Come on. She would run over me half the time. Um, is a very successful, amazing nurse with lots of accolades. And, of course, she would be that, right? But yep. I was not ready for the younger version. We're going
0: to come to the reds. So let's talk about blues, though. Some things that we... We got to avoid saying, right? Think about the ways this crushes their spirit. Why are you crying, right? You can be overly (laughs) sensitive sometimes. Just get over it. Yeah. Uh, Of course, you had to find the one mistake in the whole document. Of course, the one thing that went wrong on the trip, you can't get over, right? That idea. Uh, I know
1: some of those grownups do. Yes.
0: Here's the sad part. Everything we talk about now at five follows us to 35, (laughs) right? Uh, You've made that harder than it had to be. You could have finished in half the time.
1: Oh, Just I have get said
0: it that. Done. You, you may have one? said yeah. that. Raise
5: your hand. <laughs> <laughs> said all of these things, right?
0: Well, and as a green, you know, Brad, as you lead to kids, these are yeah some of the things like we could have been done with this if we had to do it at all, right?
4: Yeah, absolutely. I, I look at the, I look at this list, and I'm like, oh, I might have said all of these things. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, let's go to the greens. Some things that really speak
0: into the life of a green. Uh, You're quiet. And quick wit is one of my favorite things about you, right? Right. I notice you. You're the kind of caring leader our team needs. The Greens make some of your best leaders because they're people-focused, right? Uh, Different than others. You're an important part of the team. We couldn't succeed without you. What do those kind of statements speak to a Green? What are some things you would maybe see that hit that innate need?
1: I mean, my green struggles with, I think, feeling like she's not that Um, and probably very likely because she wasn't told that. And they just kind of shrink back sometimes. And and as a parent doing a lot, I would allow that. You know what I mean? It seems easier when a green child shrinks back a little bit. Um, So I can see that. It not encouraging them in that manner. They just see
0: you. I notice right, you. Right, right. It because evolved, it's just so easy. Value. Well,
1: same thing. They're quiet. Leave them there. But that's different than a situational thing. It's like a whole human being. They're quiet. Leave them there, you know.
0: So, yeah. yeah. That's so good. Well, some things. To, oh, go ahead. I'm
3: um, just going to say that in doing this, I've purposely been trying to speak more into one of our greens. Um she's been having more tears lately and just you know speaking you know some of these observations and just you see her light up you know Mm. she just her demeanor completely changes and she just lights up and it's it's been really neat to see that um,
0: do you find a connection being a green yourself like I know what that means Uh, yes
3: yes I understand you know one example is um you know, she's seven, so she should be able to dress herself. And so the frustration is, why why can't you do this? And so I just asked her, you know, is it you just want someone there with you? Yes, I just want someone there. With, you know, so just being able to have that conversation and giving her words to help explain herself. Okay, well, now, yes, you can do this. Let's empower you to do that yourself. I'll be here with you. You know, Greens, we like people. We like yep. being around people. And so that has totally changed Interesting. Um, how we prepare in the morning, so it's been more peaceful, which yep. we both love. <laughs> Boy, that's a whole nother scenario, yes, right? right?
0: Uh, getting ready for school, what we're going to wear, different temperaments. Maybe we'll, if we got some time. We'll hit on that. Let me get some words, maybe to encourage you not to say that to greens, right? Do you even care? Let me oh. Show some energy, some emotion, oh. please, right? Just something. Give me anything, right? Let the communicates there. Speak up next time, right? Don't let them run all over you. You're just a wallflower.
5: I feel like, like I still advantage. say that.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> stop it. Stop it, Julie.
0: Uh 20, you know, you don't seem very motivated. Let, let's see some hustle, right? And we just speak <laughs> towards their passivity. And yeah. again, depending on your personality, it's so contrasting there. Jenna, you smile on that one as a red. <laughs> Talk to us a little bit That's about it. That's because
5: I'm, I'm married to a green. And yes. so we're just looking at all of them going, oh. Oh, yeah i've said all of these things to brad i think yeah,
0: <laughs> no. yep. and we just have to be careful because they do speak to the
1: oh i've said them to my child like yeah, yeah. even as an adult same thing you know they're just starting at different
4: please moving at different paces do something yeah right? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yep When i think and and i think this points back to to you know how how critical the words that we speak are um, and how intentional we have to be about um, about the way that we use them and also it's not just the words but it's the way that we use them um, right and I mean you know as a green these things yeah they they do stick with you um I yeah it's it's something that I I, I feel like I struggled with it a long time because I don't feel like people really fully understood what it meant to me
0: mm-hmm. Because it doesn't outwardly appear like it bothers you. Right. God, it doesn't. But inwardly, it's just crushing, crushing your, your your soul along those ways. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My great, adult green just said to me, it's this week. Like, I just don't feel like you understand me. Right. And I'm like, like yeah, I'm like, I, I just love you. That's what I know. But I, I get it because I, I, it's hard for me to understand exactly where she's coming from and how she's processing. Yeah.
0: It's hard. Yeah of all the temperaments blues probably overall feel the most misunderstood and like they don't belong. You got a lot of blue too. Um, So that's there. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about reds uh, and powerful strengths, powerful weaknesses. One of the things that we can say to our red children, um, shopping with you is the best. I love how decisive you are. Shopping (laughs) with a red is very different than shopping with a yellow. Uh, One, we get it done. And the other one, we have a lot of fun. Uh, But yeah. I'm so impressed that you know what you want and you're going after. Yeah. Um, other people might buckle under that kind of pressure, but not you. You are always up for the challenge. Um, and I love that in sports and different things, but it's just that that thing. The team needs a leader like you right now. I think if we're not careful, we say to Reds they have these God-given temperaments to lead. Yeah, And we, we squelch them like, man, it's awesome. You're a leader. Uh, it's going to serve you so well. You're not being bossy. You're just taking control, you know, and we'll help them be spirit led in those things. But if we're not careful, um, we can do that. Jenna, talk to us as our resident red, as a child, <laughs> did you ever face that sense where you felt like I was getting squelched or did you find that that was a, a giftedness that really was encouraged?
5: Yeah, I think, um, as much as my parents were very much like do as I say, why, because I said they also did give me a lot of space to be, I think, <laughs> Kind of like, I'm just laughing (laughs) because Julie, yeah, they kind of probably just didn't know what to do with me half the time. Yeah, I mean, it was like, yeah, I woke up at five in the morning from age like younger than my child. And my child's very, I was telling a friend actually recently, I got to share. She's not a Christian, but I'll share these resources with her that I was like, yeah, I was kind of like Maya, but like 20 or 40 percent more mature, like more than what my blue child, you know? So my mom was probably just like, okay, there she goes, you know, and just didn't know what to do. I don't know. Speaking for your brother. My brother didn't speak till he was five years old, you know, like, well, until I went to kindergarten, because he, I spoke for him. I was going to say, you spoke a lot. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't need to make decisions. I made all the decisions for him. Yeah. Yep.
0: But the great part has been, what I love about you is just this confidence to, I mean, your life story and just ways that God has used you. And even now leadership in our church in different places. I mean, that, that gift has been amazing and it's just. So wonderfully, how God's created that. And I love that you step out on that. Some things we can say to our Reds, and I think that will squelch them, because uh, especially in the areas of kids. See, we, we value this temperament as adults, but as kids, sometimes it, it ruffles the feathers in different ways. But we can say things like this, right? Stop telling other people what to do. You Said don't it. always have to be in charge. Said it. Yep. <laughs> I'll just and,
1: check them off as you go.
0: And you know the liver. In kindergarten, they were organizing the kickball, <laughs> they had everybody on teams, and you're like, you know, can let somebody else do it. Stop yeah. doing that. Uh, <laughs> loosen up. Live a little. You're supposed to be having fun. You're oh. a little uptight. We're camping.
5: <laughs> said it, said it, said it, said it. <laughs> Mom literally would be like, go to youth group. It's Friday night. Have fun. Like, you don't need to do homework. I'm like, no, but I have to get all my homework done, you know.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Parents, we can say, don't question me. I just need you to do what I say, right? The Reds always got an opinion and just zip it, get in the back and, and get it done.
1: I feel like did you just record my home like 20 years ago
0: yeah there was a lot of that. So a lot we could say that crushes the spirit out there let's finish out with the, the yellows um, you know things that we can say that would be I think build into their spirits you know your spontaneity makes you as much so much fun to be around you're just a joy to have um, you bring life into our family um, and I, Tammy always did a good job with that in our family to so just saying it. Another one, uh, you tell it, your stories are always the best. I love your stories. Give us some more stories, um, rather than squelching that. And I think even with our yellows at times and along those lines, you may find they have no sense of timing, right? Or personal space or, inest- they want to come right now and give it to you. But so even you- if you could tell your yellow, you tell the best, can you give me five minutes? Cause I want to hear all of this story. Right. Yeah. And they're there. So many, um, Another thing for yellows, you can say, you know, you walk into a room of strangers and you come out with a new friend. You know, how do you do that? They're the ones that go to the grocery store, right? And, and in the cereal aisle, they've already made three friends. You know, along we go, and we can affirm that um, that they are. Anything that you found that's helpful with yellows that just builds into that? Um, am I the only? Because you don't have.
1: No, we has have yellow. Yeah, we oh, have we yellow. yellow. Okay, yeah. okay.
5: This is all of all of these are are so her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, exactly what all of those examples you gave are just, uh, she lights up and
0: just, yep. yeah, being able to. And yellows love to speak. They want you to look at them. I don't know if you're mm-hmm. your kid yes. or young, it will turn your head, like, yep. look at me, oh, you yeah. know, and you're like, we can say, oh, yeah, we can say negative things like, oh, it has to be all about you. But in reality, they just want to connect, right? And we just got to affirm that part of who
1: we are. But Wow, what a difference as a parent when you realize they just want to connect with me versus they're trying to control me or, you know, at, at a certain point I know is it it's disrespectful. It's, you know what I mean? There's so many words we could apply to it, but mm-hmm. the word is right. They just want to connect.
0: connect. Yeah. It's
1: all back to words.
0: Yeah. So things that I think we can avoid saying the yellows. And again, all of these resources will be listed below. Mm-hmm. And I just encourage you to take some time and, and um, just kind of walk through these, right? Get to the point, please. I don't have all day yellows, they love meaningless details and you start the story about the squirrel and then we're talking about the dog and the blue sky. And depending on your, your temperament, you could be, can we just kind of narrow this down? We've got places to go, but you know, get to the point. Uh, we can say, shh, you know, just, just stand there and be quiet. You just be quiet. I had a few of those moments that you do. Uh, or must you always be the center of attention? Yeah. Um, Man, that speaks to like how can you be so arrogant, or why mm-hmm. do you have to be so self centered?
1: Yeah, what comes along with that alone is mm-hmm. we just don't think about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep.
2: Um, if I could speak yeah. to something about that, I know we're running a little late on time. Um, I had a student several years ago, and she was now that I, I didn't know that time, but she was solid yellow. And if she uh, if she didn't have straight A's, she just had the standard. Her parents didn't have the standard for her, but she would just break down. And I got to the point where I told her before she took every one of my tests, I said, I, I said, I, I want excellence, not perfection. For oh,
0: that's so I good. Said, I said
2: every single test. And so actually I started doing that in every, for the last, I don't know, four years, three years, I said every day before I start class, I said, everyone, I want excellence, not perfection. They do the best you can. That's all I ever want out of you. Wow. Here. Just, so I'm grabbing the yellows maybe. I don't know about the yeah. rest of them, but yeah. maybe message to them. That's
0: good. Man, that's a powerful. I think that speaks to
1: lots of people. Yeah. yeah
0: that's a powerful that's thing. Mm temperaments a lot to them and uh there's so much we do as parents to either mold that and and, uh so i hope for part as i hope this is encouragement i know for some if if you're like me you're looking through this listing and man all these ways i've messed this up or i've said these things let me remind you that shame is never of the of the spirit uh so these are just things again god's got your kids and uh you know you haven't ruin them for life
1: i can i can attest yeah yeah,
0: you haven't scarred them for life but there are things that we can do that are really Mm -hmm. significant to be able to uh to mold them and to speak in ways that do that and and avoid that natural comparison and i think chris your your statement there is so true just even starting every day here's a little bit of truth we're not seeking perfection this is just excellence and away we go well, as we kind of wrap up tonight, uh, any thoughts from you, just encouragement that you would give to uh, to other families that are kind of in the same boat you are with a diversity of kids and their temperaments? Um, what would you say to them
4: today? I'd, I'd just say make sure you take a look at these resources. They really are super easy to um, get your teeth into and, and to... Kind of just understand exactly what it is that they're saying. You can um, pick up little pieces from it and really just take have a reflective attitude. I think would be the main thing. Take a look at what it is that um, that that you're currently doing, and then um, just see what it is that you that your children need. Um, it 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 is really fairly um, self-explanatory when you go through some of these resources. That's great.
1: Yeah, I think. I think really, really, truly just one word at a time. You know, it can get overwhelming. We can look at pages after pages after pages, but it's just choose one different word, right? Choose a different way to say good morning. Choose a different way to start a test. And because I think we can get overwhelmed, but it really is that easy. Just one word at a
3: time. That's great. I think just make sure partnering with God, like so just praying and, and just daily asking you, God, you've given us these great tools. How how do you need me to see my child? How do you need us to see, you know, and how do I need to see myself? You know, the, there's a, a new filter here to help process and, and for me to step out of the way and just, you know, try to be listening to God and seeing how he's guiding and directing with that.
0: Yeah, it's such a great Great thought. It really begins there, right? It's the fruit of the right. spirit being present in our own lives to be manifested out in the lives of our kids. I just encourage you as couples. You know, mom and dad, you're doing this thing together, and uh, you know, this whole temperament thing has not just been for us for our kids, but it's us for one another. The better we can understand each other, and the better that we're on the same team, and we're having these pre-conversations like this is coming up. Let's just talk about how we can meet that need and uh, and, and do this together. I think great things will happen. Julie, one last thought for us. What do you got for us?
1: I am as sitting here thinking while you're talking how excited I am that Jenna's in here and she's a Kids City volunteer and Natalie's in here and a Kids City volunteer. And just the the investment in not only learning about your own kids but other kids around you like you mentioned Brian, if you're a coach, if you're a teacher, if you if you're involved with kids at all and have have a role in their lives, I think one, yes, partnering with God immediately. But if you just don't know where to go, I mean, sometimes you just don't know what to pray, right? Having these words help you find the next step, the next stone, um, is, is just really freeing. And it can take that guilt and that stress and that strain and that, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. And just give you the next step. All you're looking for is the next step for success. So,
0: day at a time. Yeah, right. It. Well, thanks so much. Guys, thanks for giving some of your time today. I love your stories, love your families, and uh, yeah. so glad to have you here at Lex City. So again, for any of the links or notes from this podcast, again, you can visit lexcity.church slash Record, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next time as we continue the conversation.